Moto One Podcast Network. Some of these motherfuckers need to keep in mind. It's 2023 and they still don't know. I know, right? They're listening to Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast. It's like, duh. Um, sometimes we would be pushing the motorcycle home until eventually he just didn't have it anymore. You're listening to a show hosted by three sentient beings. One of them's moist, one of them's wet, and one of them's slimy. You decide. Well, in the meantime, the views and opinions of the participants of the Creative Writing Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinions of Creative Writing, Moto One Podcast Network, or any of its affiliates. Moto One made us say that, by the way. Enjoy the show. Co-host, it is always a blast to do a little pre-show chatting with you. I love it so much. It brings joy to my life, although that's not my high this week. Hey, everybody. Welcome hey. to Creative Writing. This is episode 306. And on today's episode, me and what 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 name did Your everybody mom. submit? Did anybody submit anything? Like, Oh, I'm you better believe it. We were probably overflowing really? in the mailbag. Let me check it. <laughs> Wait a minute. What the actual fuck? Nobody? Come on. I think there's some uh, people. I think somebody actually did email me one, and it they? said it said something. Yeah, I I didn't send it to you, but yeah, there there actually I think there actually was one person that reached out and said, "Well, your name's dipshit. We don't know what your co-host is going to be." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, that 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 checks out. Username checks out." So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I liked um. Double D Dawson when we were trying to first figure out some stuff for you, but you you, you said no, not that. That but one's then not I'd that be good. Lying. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm like a C tops. Right. <laughs> C tops. That could be your C-tops. nickname. <laughs> I'm here with C tops. And um <laughs> and that does not stand for try try C tops. I don't know. Well, yeah, that again, again, yeah, that's an idiot. I mean, that's a total stupid move. So let's let's not go with that one then, because you're right. That, doesn't make sense. So, um, but I do, I do want like an actual, an actual you know like kind of name because I don't want to be your mom forever. No, <laughs> and I don't want you to be my mom forever. And uh, uh, the whole reason I moved out when I was 15 is to get away from my mom. And now I'm on a ho- show with someone named your mom. That's not fair. I know. It's not fair to me. <laughs> I don't want to be like the party crasher. Yeah. Like- hey, everybody, it's me and Wet Blanket Dawson. so no no yeah we need we we got some good so me mama dawson is a good one dawson's freaks definitely good yeah uh yeah there's there's a couple other ones that we won't mention that you know i did have someone reach out like they were gonna give me a name uh because they wanted to know what the like perky perks were oh yeah and then they never told me so i might have to follow up on that maybe their phone went dead before they could finish it up because i don't think quim dawson is a very good one either you know like (laughs) i just don't we need something classy i forgot about that one. we need to class you up a little bit (laughs) but i'm not classy i know that's the irony see (laughs) it's like when people call me young man and I'm actually like well over a hundred. Um, yeah. So, Hey, on this week's show, we got, um, the best and worst uses for a motorcycle. I don't really even think we have much more than that, but that's all you need because we're going to bring you some class act fucking uses for your motorcycle. I, the best yeah. and worst. 
I was like having, when you first told me what, um, the idea for the show, I was like, what the hell am I going to like come up with? And then they just kind of came to me. Exactly. Exactly. Some of them came to me like on Instagram. Somehow. That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It just came to me in the shower or maybe by a a listener uh, reaching out. And that's the funny thing when I was reading to Instagram and Facebook on my own uh, stuff. Um, I didn't think about it, but some of these people, I don't even think, listen, I think they just show up to the page to see the pictures that we sometimes post. Some of them I promoted actually in the last week to our page. I'm just going to say, yeah, the Instagram one, there's a few. Yeah. Okay. I had a, I sent a few like invite Facebook invite requests to our page and they actually like joined. That's awesome. I haven't done that in a long time because I felt like it was invasive. But yeah, I like, I, I I like was really selective. Invasive. I'm like, they might actually listen. And um, some actually took it. Yeah, I haven't been on Facebook since it wasn't cool. So I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, we... Uh, <laughs> I had to sorry, remind you how folks. to post a poll. Fuck, I, yeah, I know. I haven't been on Instagram. You know, my the, I, the reason I haven't been posting that much either is because my phone screen's broke and it's oh. broke in this crazy configuration right across where all the post and share and okay buttons are. So I kind of went dark a few months ago, mm-hmm. not on purpose, but, but just because I can't really share stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally, my phone screen couldn't have cracked in the most weird, weird way possible. It like literally cracked in like this little squiggly shape that X's through the the keyboard, so it's really hard to type anything without the wrong words popping up, which I noticed a lot of people have problems with anyway, mm-hmm. like <laughs> Wiggins. <laughs> and um, and also, the screen broke in this really weird crack that I I don't even think is natural. It's almost like someone broke my phone on purpose uh, <laughs> in this shape because it's like this little squiggle that goes up across the top and then perfectly right where the share and OK button is on Instagram only there's like a secondary crack that runs straight across in a straight line across it, like like a chip out of my phone screen. So whenever can, I, Is it an iPhone where you can rotate the, to no, the other side? No, it doesn't. It does. But Instagram, all those things don't rotate. The apps it's, don't rotate because I tried oh. that. When you're going to post, once you have it like locked in, it doesn't... It doesn't... Uh, yeah, you can't rotate it once you start. And of course, I always accidentally always start with it facing the right way. So yeah, it's really fucked up. But that's what I'm saying. My phone screen cracked diagonally. So not only does it run from the top right where the share and okay button is, it diagonally streaks down to the bottom left. So even if I did rotate my phone upside down, it's exactly where the okay button would be (laughs) if I flipped it upside down. I don't know how I did that. It's fucking fantastic. You're fired, junkie. God damn it. Yeah, for sure. You're fired from your own show. Yeah, uh, pretty soon. You know, that's how this is going to be. I had to take Tobor apart. Yeah, we're going to, once he's back together, we're going to run off together. Why do you think I tore him apart? I saw the way you were eyeing his, you know, cladding when you were here. Yeah, his his, foamy nipples. Yeah, that's his soft exoskeleton is exactly. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? She's to my C tops. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. His, yeah. his foamy nipples. Uh, <laughs> foamy well nipples. That ought, that should have been the name of this episode, but I digress. Um, okay. We got a couple things to do on this week's show, and, and this is going to surprise some people. We have the word of the week that we've brought back. If one of us says the word of the week, we have to do some sort of shitty challenge. And I'm thinking this. Uh, well, I don't know what it'll be, but I was thinking if somebody identifies where we say the word of the week, 
maybe I'll give him something out of Junkie's junk box. So I have a box here of stuff that I used to have up in my studio when I, when I had a, a actual proper studio before I was uh, thrown out here in the shed with Tobor. Um, and yeah, I've got some stuff that used to hang on my walls. I've got some swag that other shows or other companies have given us. I even have like, you know, maybe I'll throw you uh, some of the resin castings that I made that didn't go so well. So it, mm. it could be anything. It could be something great. It could be something totally shit. But you won't know unless you uh, call us in, call us in on it. But yeah, so. Did we get any um, pictures or. Oh, for the challenge? No. And I guess I should uh, I should post that. I should copy ahead. that up from last week's yeah. notes because I'm going to forget it at this point. I need to go down there and copy what it was because, yeah, we have so much shit on there, right? So yeah, <laughs> our list is getting Solstice longer. Solstice Slam. Oh, for Solstice Slam. We did. So, yeah. So, there's a couple things that we'll talk about. So, first off, um, yeah. So, first off, we... Uh, um, the word of the week this week is creative and through the magic of transcript show transcripts, I thought we had both said it last week. It was, it was I weather. I thought we did yeah. too. Yeah. It was weather last week. And after we recorded the show, cause we recorded it in a couple of pieces. If you didn't know, it was so seamlessly melded together. It was almost like we never took a break. Yeah. Um, but we, I went back through the transcripts that automatically generate and we didn't say it. And I, I looked at all the transcripts. There was like four different transcripts because uh, this thing kept fucking up and re-recording. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, we didn't say the word of the week once. So I'm I was shocked. very excited. This week, the word is creative. I'm about to lock it in right now. Um, that horn of yours might be one thing, but uh, <laughs> listen to my horn. Dig this. I got this new horn for Spamala because the one on that one, I'm trying to get Spamala back on the road again. Yeah. And really all she needs is um, just some gas and uh, air in the tires. But the biggest thing holding me back, the most costly thing keeping me from just pouring gas into Spamala's tank and starting her up because I stored her dry in, starting in 2020 and she hasn't been started since then. That but I'm, I'm not scared. I know she'll fire right up. Because she's a Yamaha, but B, because I stored her dry and there shouldn't be any buildup in the, in mm -hmm, the carbs. Yeah. But the biggest thing, the most costly thing holding me back from starting Spamala up and riding her around is I haven't paid the reg since 2020 because they quit. Oh. They fucked up when everything went crazy in 2020. They never sent me the, um, the registration for it. And I've called in. I've sent help desk tickets to the DMV, all the shit. They won't send me they won't even engage. So I need to just go down there with my registration and say, listen, I want to pay like four years of fucking back reg on this. Cause you have, you know, ouch. and I'm going to have to eat it. It'll be like $5 or something. What year? Yeah. You'd be surprised. It went from being $5 to suddenly being like $200 because uh -huh. for some reason, my bike that was getting cheaper every year, suddenly I, the last year that I did register it, it went back up. Like they're like, Oh, you were driving a motorcycle, huh? Here, we're going to jack up the fucking prices in Cal yeah. of California. Yeah. So I got this new horn for her and that was, she has $5 on Temu. Uh, so here it is. You ready? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the word of the week is now active and we can't say it. Okay. Did you know what it was? Did I say it? I don't, well, yeah, you said what it was going to be. Okay, you good, good, good. Because I was like, oh, shit, maybe I didn't even say it yet. And you're like, oh, good God, what is the no, word of the week? No, you said it. Okay, okay. So you know <laughs> not to say it now. So yeah, we we won't say that word. Uh, and it's going to be really hard talking about this show. <laughs> 
I know. Oh, you're going to like. <laughs> oh, I won't fuck just, up. You're going to fuck up big time. And not unless you have me read the uh, ending notes here. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. You've been listening to this show and I'm going to have you read it. <laughs> you're like, uh, you won't. Can you, you won't. I'm going to wipe your, I'm going to wipe your brain clean by the time we're, okay. you won't remember and you're going to say it a couple times. But, um, but yeah. So that's the word of the week. That's active now. And then also we did the Solstice Slam is coming up. Um, we're going to do some events here in a minute, but Solstice Slam is the show's uh, yearly, well, yearly event. It is a listener submitted sh- submission show. And in the past, we've just had people write in and send in their ride stories, um, anything, art, music. You know, you could send in a song. You could send us a little piece of art. A lot of people sent in art a few years ago and we made it into a This Motorcycle Show's Name um, coloring <laughs> book. And we sent it out to oh, people. Really? So, so some of their art actually made it into our coloring book. And I ought to send you one. You know, I, I'll send you two for the kids, one for you and one for your husband. So um, I'll, I'll send you four of them. You guys will love them. But yeah, it has <laughs> listener art that was submitted during Salsa Slam. So in the past, it was, yes, yeah, send us art, send us music, send us ride stories, whatever you have that's, you know, your submission for getting out this summer solstice and riding, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'm lucky riding isn't the... the Word of the week. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, see. so this year, yeah. So this year, our our thing, and I think you thought of it. So I'm going to give you all the credit. It was to emulate like you're somewhere else in the world. There's every town I know. Every town has different stuff. Here in LA, we could. There's like the Grauman's Chinese Theater down in Hollywood. We could go there. It's shaped just like a Chinese temple. You could go there and you could literally stand in front of it and you wouldn't, as long as you cropped it out, you would know. But even better than that is little China China, or Chinatown. Chinatown is is actually a whole town here in LA. And if you go there, it looks like you're in China. You wouldn't know. And actually some of Jackie, like Rumble in the Bronx was filmed there. Like uh, part of of Rumble in the Bronx was filmed there. And a lot of Chinese movies are filmed there. Like Blade Runner was filmed down there, I think. Or that was filmed in little little Tokyo. So we also have a little Tokyo. We have a little Korea or Koreatown. Um, you know, there's That's all sorts idea. of stuff just in downtown LA. And I'm not even talking about LA County, but downtown LA that looks like uh, you're somewhere else in the world, not just another city in the United States. It looks like you're in another country. So that's yeah. what this year's Solstice Slam is all about. Get out there. Um, be really this word of the week. And... <laughs> uh, you know, do something with it. I told, you know, Mama Dawson here, if she goes out and stands by a power pole out in her city, it might look like the Eiffel Tower if you get the camera angle just right. <laughs> one, of, one of those giant like electrical towers. Did you see the one I sent you last night? Uh, um, oh, geez. No. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. It was like, what is this? Is that what mountains are those? The, oh my God. Uh, it's the sea. <laughs> What? I don't even remember. (laughs) Sea tops? No, it's like these um, figurines out in Blythe called the Blythe Integlows. I don't even know if I'm saying this right. Blythe Integlows. And they're like the Intaglios. Yeah. Is that what it is? It probably is. See, I'm so. It's an Italian word. You're not Italian. Yeah. (laughs) No, but yeah, out there, there's these big. When you go to Golden Corral, do you, you order like, Dijon mustard? Yeah. I want some Dijon mustard. Yeah. So it's the, uh, yeah, the Blythe and Talios, which yeah, is. Yeah. Have you been there? Sh- no. Dude, you know what this looks like to me is the Nazca lines down in Peru or wherever they are. 
It even looks like, I'm looking at a picture because there's one like giant man one. So these are like figurines, like human-like figures and animals, like spread over an area of like 10 miles. Yeah, they were and, made by indigenous people like over 2,000 years ago. Yeah, this one guy looks like he he even has like his little parts there. Uh-huh. Oh, he's got a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you meant? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Holy shit. Yeah. I don't it's, think it's proportionate to how big how tall he is. I don't know. I wasn't alive 2000 years. I was I'm not that old, but maybe people had huge bodies <laughs> and little dicks back in the day. <laughs> but um so, yeah, so no, I thought that might be a cool place. That too, would be sick. I don't know how I'd get that in the picture. Well, yeah, I you'd have to fly points. You'd have to fly your bike up into an airplane and jump out, which <laughs> is doable, I guess. But um, but yeah, you know what? That would that would be a hard one to get it, but at least if you were there, you could But there you go. And that looks like the Nazca lines, which I think are in Peru. I could be wrong, but I think the Nazca lines are somewhere in Peru or mm-hmm. they're somewhere in South America, I'm pretty sure for sure. And um there's probably some freaking desert carvings, you know, somewhere else, in, you know, maybe in Africa. I don't know if there's yeah. anything on any of the countries in Africa that has like crazy giant desert figurines. But yeah, that's a perfect example. And we did get our first uh, entry. Somebody mm-hmm. sent me like a mini Taj Mahal from the East Coast. So this is a perfect, perfect example. Start sending these babies in. We haven't we had a like, deadline and the summer solstice has already passed. So That's what I was going to say. Like, do we wait till the end to kind of like... Well, yeah, we need it. We need. We talk just. We just got this them. idea out, so we're definitely going to wait to the end to talk about it. But we need to give people at least a month <clears throat> to start thinking about it, and then actually go do it. And the fact that it's been like quadruple digits here mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the Southwest, I'm gonna. I'm gonna die real quick. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Um, so the the uh, the fact that it maybe I can edit that out was that loud. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, right. So the um, that's not what my doctors tell me. So the um, yeah, we need to give people at least a month because shit, they're gonna catch on fire if they try to go do it in Texas or fucking you know the desert area. Yeah, yeah, or or Hawaii, like literally. The, the, yeah. So yeah, we need to we need to give people a month so that they can figure out if August is gonna be doable for them, and maybe we make it the uh, middle of September. Or what? When's Labor Day? Is that the first weekend of September? It is. Okay. Maybe we we do it after Labor Day weekend. We have a huge Labor Day weekend party, and then the next week we reveal the uh, Solstice Slam entries, or maybe we time it so that we release it that weekend so as people are kicking back partying and drinking they can listen to their stories on the oh, old creative yeah. writing that gives us about a month is that enough time yeah it's like almost so. the middle of august i don't know i know it's gonna come quick it's gonna come really quick that's what my doctor said too anyway long story <laughs> short let's um yeah let's shoot for that we'll, we'll shoot for like the weekend after labor day because yeah i feel like i feel like we just put this out last week oh yeah and we need to give people a little bit of time to to plan and they've had time to like give us some other stuff and i'm a little disappointed yeah you know listen that's what i'm saying you gotta give it some time we had quite a bit of good replies on our topic tonight i know somehow that got traction i think we need to we need to um put it as a poll we we need to make it more listener friendly that's easy for people to just type an idea that's in their head it's a little bit harder for them to get out and ride and go find some landmark that's why the motorcycle podcasters challenge is so special because it takes fucking commitment and that's why I'm. That's why we give people prizes for doing Solstice Slam. It's because it takes that commitment. Yeah. Um, let me see here. So let's move on a little bit. 
to our highs and our lows now that we've given people the word of the week and updated them on Social Slam. Um, crazy Quim Dawson, uh, what is your highs and your lows for this week? <laughs> I still can't believe I didn't know that word until I talked to you. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a word that you would have told me. I know. About. Yeah. I had to Google it. Okay. <laughs> uh, my highs are that my kids go back to school um, wow. in like three days. I'm not counting or anything. <laughs> You're all three days, uh, 42 minutes. Yeah, 30 seconds. 37 seconds, yeah. (laughs) So they go back to school, and I have after-school care till 6 o'clock at night if I want. So I can, like, go ride after work, maybe, if it's not hot. You are a true moto mama, and I appreciate that because I think this – scenario to me and I'm like hell yeah look at that the kids can get in after school care I could go riding and my wife was like are you insane like our kids <laughs> should not be hanging around school any longer because she's a teacher and she knows what hanging around yeah, school after hours yeah. feels like I so, wouldn't keep them there till six o'clock like not that yeah. late unless I was like Drunk. the happy hour yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it but you're not supposed to pick your kids up drunk i guess well but. it's they look down on it but i mean who's really gonna stop you i just keep a handful you're... of mints like in the car yeah. um but then i have tobo drive me sometimes <laughs> we have like cameras you know in our drive so it's like even when i do get off work then it's like my husband can see me leave on the bike mm. <laughs> like not that i'm gonna check my texts or anything anyway but it's like he knows what i'm up to if i like get 230 you see the bike roll out at like 235 <laughs> and roll back in five till you got to leave to get the kids exactly then you see the car go back out all wobbly <laughs> right run over a dog <laughs> you, see, you see the bike kind of thrash into the driveway and the car wobbles out really like running over shit sliding yeah. in yeah. i like on the i'm on a dirt dirt road oh yeah see me like slide into Fucking the thing pull a flat tracker and back it in hey, nice yeah. Nice. So, so that's a great high. I mean, what could possibly be your low? I always, I feel like I always have a hard time with the low. I know I had lows. You're a very optimistic person. That's why. No, I'm not. I'm, I don't know. Everything's a low for me. Yeah. I I didn't, I feel like I haven't ridden in a good week or so unless I'm forgetting something. And that's been low like for me. Yeah. Yeah. That I is need a low. it. Yep. You start to crave it. It's like it's it's almost worse than a drug because drugs are bad for you and writing is actually good for you. It's almost like craving exercise but not doing it, you know? So yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible so low I to think have. just not writing, feeling like I What just type need of to writing would you say you're doing? <laughs> Street, road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it inventive at all? No, it's boring. Just lame old sucky writing. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta put a little effort into that. (laughs) Change that up. (laughs) Maybe say this week's word of the week. Uh, Yeah. How about you? What were your highs and your lows? Um, my highs this week are is actually other people's lows. I'm down with all this hurricane shit happening in uh, Mexico because it brought us some cool weather and it did let us cool off from the uh, um, Narissa, uh, one of our yeah. uh, listeners and former patrons, she sent this great meme out two weeks ago 
of people literally sitting in front of a fan, like cooling their assholes and their underboob sweat and like sitting spread eagle in front of fans to get cooled off because Arizona had hit like the 19th consecutive day. Well, at that time it was only like the seventh consecutive day of above 110. Mm. I believe now it's like in the 27th day in Texas. Like, uh-huh. Out there, a while, like what? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe a year, a little over a year ago, from Wisconsin of all places, yeah. where they couldn't ride because it was so cold all year yeah, round. Like they got three months of riding. Now they're going to get three months of riding in the winter only because it's so fucking hot. Like they really did move to a crazy. I could have told him that. <laughs> like, dude, you're doing you're doing it the wrong way. Like, if you you can ride all year round, but you're insane. I always think but, that um, men's, mental when someone moves to Arizona. Like, I get you want to leave California, but yeah, unless you're going to like I Colorado know, or something or Prescott, I don't know, in the mountains of Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love Flagstaff, but she works for Harley still, and right. I think that that would make a little bit of a commute issue if she had to drive from Flagstaff all the way to Phoenix every day. That's like mm-hmm. a three or four hour drive, I think. So, eh, you know, yeah. I mean, on a motorcycle, everything's great, but that's eight hours of riding, and then to do seven and a half hours of working. You know what I'm saying? It's not. But yeah, they really. Um, they really pulled the uh, the swaparoni on that, um, but yeah, but but literally <clears throat> the hurricanes, because um, because I have some coworkers in Texas and, and and Florida where it's like currently just cooking and baking, and finally Southern California is getting all the cold weather back that we used to sometimes get in the summer. So I'm thankful for these hurricanes. It actually rained here a couple days, yeah. And while Wiggins was on a ta- out of town again. He, he, I swear to God, between Iceland and this fucking three-week road trip that he took, he hasn't been working for like two months. I know. Does he even work? <laughs> exactly. He gets paid somehow. But um, I was over in his backyard, and it was a fucking mess. After all this rain, the grass is like eight feet high. It's like walking through the wilderness in like Montana through that elk <laughs> grass. And then two days later, it was so fucking hot. I would go to his backyard, and it looked like the goddamn Sahara uh, Desert. And everything's just dry and flat. And I swear I saw like some lion prints, you know, or lions had laid under some trees. It was that bad. Where I'm just picturing you with a machete, like getting back yeah, there with a bushwhacking to get to, to, to help. His exactly. Veggies. Keep his fucking garden alive for him. Tripping over and that little uh, scooter. Scooter. Gave. Well, not only the scooter, but the 42 <laughs> other bikes that he just has laying in his backyard to get out there to water the plants. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I've peed on a few of those bikes, hoping that he doesn't <laughs> notice and that I can just claim them as mine. Because you know, you pee on something that's yours. It's yours, so, wow. Yeah, so I'm hoping I, I get some of those some bikes. bikes. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. If I go into Harley and pee on some bikes, will they be mine? You could try it. I'm okay. just saying, I'm trying it. It hasn't worked yet, but if it does, I'll let you know. Okay. So, but yeah, long story short, hurricanes. Um, you know, now that we talked about people blowing their assholes with fans and me bushwhacking in Wiggins backyard, that was all to get to this hurricane situation, which is bringing some cool, cooler weather and some rain. So that's unheard of in August when we're usually like for the past five years, we've been on fire every August. Mm-hmm. Um, my lows this week has to deal with fucktards on rollerblades. And uh, the same night, <clears throat> I'm going over there to water Wiggins because I didn't want to wait too far in between days because if I waited two days, it was just enough to keep his plants alive. If I waited three days, I would have gone over and what was a really bright, luscious uh, backyard garden on Monday would have just been 
a, a pile of straw and sticks on Wednesday. So I literally is that it was that hot that I had to go over every few days and water every couple of days to just keep it keep it wet enough to not you know evaporate his plants. So the last time I went over there, it was late, and I was like I was running around all day, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to go to his house before it gets dark." You know, I don't want to ride over there after dark and be stumbling around his backyard, falling over all these bikes and sharp metal that he has in his backyard. Uh, to water the plants. Yeah. I need to get over there while I can still see something. Um, especially if there's like a cheetah waiting in the grass to ambush me. So I'm riding over to his house and I'm cruising down the street here. And I was in such a rush to go over that I really just threw on a helmet. And I am a fucking at-gat nerd. I'm sorry, everybody. But I feel like when I get in my car and I don't put on the seatbelt, I've been doing it for like, yeah, you know, yeah. ever since cars had seatbelts, so since the 1950s or 60s. And so when I don't put it on, I just feel naked. And um, I know there's plenty of people in other states, like my my whole family in Arkansas, they don't buckle up, you know? Yeah. They never have. And so I feel the same. Yeah, I feel naked without it. So when I get on my bike and I don't have my boots on, and I don't, or at least riding shoes. And I don't have like, you know, riding shoes are stiff in the bottom. And when you step uh-huh. on a, um, I know that you ride, you wear, you ride a Harley. So I know you wear a cut and some, and some Harley <laughs> Davidson approved vans. Cause yeah. that's what every fucking Harley rider wears <laughs> is like a cut and some vans. <laughs> so I know your vans probably feel natural to you, but when I'm on a bike, like riding shoes even and riding boots have a stiff, um, I forget what they call it, like a shank in the sole mm-hmm. so that your foot doesn't wrap around the fucking foot pegs. Could you imagine jumping your bike or getting an impact and like your foot tacos around the fucking foot peg? Yeah. Because uh, you, you just have regular shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel naked without riding shoes just because that my sneakers just feel too soft. Is that what you were wearing? Yeah. So I was just sneakers? wearing sneakers and a helmet basically. I mean, like I, I did have a jacket plastics? on. Yeah, my um, what are the oldest man? Uh, New Balance. Uh, my, is that are those still old man shoes? I was wearing my Velcro, uh, t- my Velcro uh, New have, Balance. I have Velcro Vans that Holy I might shit. wear sometimes when I ride, but I only do I, I. They're my only Velcro ones, but I like them because then the laces won't get wrapped around the oh. shifter. Well, yeah. So if I'm you know going to not wear my riding boots, then yeah. I wear my Velcro Vans. <laughs> I have some TCX riding shoes that are just like, they're kind of like sneakers, but um, they're waterproof. And they have this little thing uh, for that, that after you tie your laces, you wrap this piece oh, yeah. of Velcro over it. So most riding shoes take that into effect because they don't want you to get your laces caught. I think I but, had you know, some like Jordashes like there that. There you go. Some sick ass riding shoes you got there to your vans and your Jordan. They were the ankle ones with the Velcro you tied and then Velcro yeah. the laces. Yeah. So I have really old man like blue shoes. My wife loves them because you know every woman has like fourteen pairs of shoes and she just looks at them and goes, "Oh my god, like those are what like a sixty year old man would wear." And I'm like, "Oh, I should feel so young. That's some twice." Twice the, you know, as young as I am. So thank you for making me feel young again. But I get what she's saying. I guess they do look like old man walking shoes. So I had those on and they're fucking mesh. So if I were to have fall, they would just basically rip off my feet. Yeah. Like a flip flop. You know what I'm saying? Especially on a 550 pound bike, you know, there's a couple microns of mesh aren't going to stay on your feet if your foot goes under your bike. Mm -hmm. So 
that's the preface to the story. I wasn't wearing the shit that I used that I feel safe in, and that's my fault. I was in a rush to get over there. I'm riding down the street. This dude's on rollerblades, cruising down the sidewalk. He fucking looks over his shoulder. I swear he did it on purpose because this is how it felt to me. And he fucking comes out into the middle of the fucking street. Oh. And he's just rollerblading along. And I'm not even a football like field right away from him. in front of you or a... S- sort of in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's riding on the sidewalk and he just bumps out into the street as I'm coming down the street. And it's getting dark. Like I said, it was yeah. getting dark and that's why I wanted to get to Wiggins. So I know he could see my headlight and he's just bopping along out doing his thing. And I'm probably about 50 yards. So... In the U, if you're like metric, I'm a little bit less than 50 meters away, and I'm doing 40 miles an hour. So I don't know what that is in kilometers an hour, 180 kilometers an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really what that is, <laughs> yeah. but it sounded good. I'm doing 40, and he's doing like four. Right? He's on his mm-hmm. fucking rollerblades, and I'm going. I'm doing 10 times his speed, basically. And I'm going, what the fuck is this guy doing? And he literally like looked over his shoulder to make sure that there was no cars coming, yeah. but then. I was coming. So I don't know what the fuck he, If it, that's why I'm saying it, it looked to me like he did it on purpose. And I was like, what the hell is this guy doing? And he's out there rollerblading, just grooving along, dancing around, you know, like down the middle of the road, in the middle of the fucking road. So what I did is I, any, like if a bicyclist is riding in the road, they have the right of way, just like a car does, but you can go around them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this idiot is in the road now on his rollerblades. Um, yeah. And he's right in the middle of the lane. He's not to the, you know, he's not trying to stay to the side. He's in the middle of the fucking lane. And I was like, this is awesome. So as I get about, you know, 30 feet from him, mm-hmm. I go into the other lane and I kind of slow down a little bit because I'm like, what is he doing? Like, is he doing this on purpose? Like, yeah. it, it really felt like that. So I get over in the other lane and I'm passing him. And as right as I do that, he fucking doesn't even look. He just goes into the other lane. And I fucking, and what? you know, yeah, yeah. He goes right in front of me and I fucking lock it. I lock it up. No way. I lock it up and I fucking, I, I grab front brake as hard as I could. And I, and I'm swerving, grabbing the front brake. You know what that's going to lead to yeah. either a high side or a low side, especially when the back wheel locks up. Cause I fucking emergency brake. And yes, I'm sorry. I don't have ABS and I'm not a pro rider like everyone else. I don't have ABS else. either. Right. But, oh, you lock up the rear? You're using too much rear? Yeah, listen, assholes. Like when the weight transfers from the back of your bike to the front, all of a sudden the back tire unloads. So mm-hmm. it doesn't take very much front brake to get the back brake to, back tire to skid. So yeah, I fucking skid. And you know, all of this happens in just a millisecond. Right. Not the part where I'm riding behind him wondering what this fucking jackass is doing or when I get into the other lane. But as soon as I do that, literally the minute I get that and I'm I'm almost parallel with him is when he comes over and I was like, and I don't know if he had earbuds in or what, but I was like, he had, he seen a oh, light behind. He had to God. see my headlights lighting him up. I'm fucking 10 feet from him. You know what I'm saying? So I have no idea why he did that, but I skidded and I fucking I missed him. By about six inches, he probably felt the wind of me go by and my horn doesn't work or I would have fucking honked it at him. And it was, good thing my helmet was strapped to my head or I would have thrown it at him. I was pissed, but I was really pissed at myself because the one fucking time I didn't put on the boots mm. or like, <laughs> you know, the shit that I normally yeah, yeah. ride in, the one fucking time I'm just going down the street to Wiggins house. Of course, that's when it's going to happen that some asshole runs in front of me and I could, I'm, I'm lucky that I didn't hit him. I'm lucky that I reacted fast enough and 
you know, didn't fall either. Cause that's the other thing. If I would have locked up the brakes and high sided or low sided, I would have fell into him anyway. Mm-hmm. So I got lucky and he got lucky actually. And I don't know if I need to be a better rider and just anticipate that some asshole that's in the middle of the lane is then going to jump in front of me when I go into the opposite lane. Like he went into oncoming traffic too is basically what, you know what I'm saying? I went into the oncoming lane to go around him and he did too. Right when I was Was this on like a main street or in like a neighborhood street? It was like through a little neighborhood. But I mean, the speed limit's still like 30 or 40. So then did you pull off and beat his ass? Like what did you do next? No, because I wanted to get to Wiggins before it got dark. I would have pulled over and I like beat his butt with my helmet. I would have like headbutted him with my I was, helmet. I was really upset. Was he like a kid? No, he was like a 30 something year old man. That irritates me too. In, in general, when people have on like headphones and are oblivious to things going on around them. Like, Dude, not only that, but my light has been lighting you up for a good 30 seconds as I'm approaching you from fucking quarter of a mile away and as I get 50 yards from you that you know I don't know I was just yeah I was boondoggled oh, and there's people yeah, on the fuming there was people on the street that's why my that's why my low is that I was so upset and I was even more upset at myself afterwards and I was like screaming at myself like of course this the one time you that's don't have the shit say. on is when you're going to get fucking jacked up if you guys want to see a good story about the one time go to 15 digits.net. That's Dan Michael. We had him on like on episode like 17 or 20. It was either in the early late, late, late teens or early twenties. I think it was a episode. He could have been episode 24 or something like that. Um, but it's 15 digits spelled out. F I F T E E N D I G I T S dot net. I'm typing that in right now so I can see if that's right. <laughs> nope. Maybe it's 15digits.com. But anyways, he's got a uh, uh, he's got a blog about um, it's I think it is uh, yeah, it's 15digits.com. Nope, no it's not. It's 15digits.net. <laughs> um, but he's got a blog about during COVID of all fucking times, he was out doing some shit at a uh, with his family and he fucking was doing a wheelie on a dirt bike. And it just kind of slipped because the grass was wet. Mm-hmm. And he fucking ate shit and tore his goddamn fucking foot off. Okay, it's 15digits.net, the number 15. So 15, the word digits.net. And it's a whole trauma diary. And Dan Dan used to be a writer for... So um, since he lost one whole foot, does that mean does he only have 15 digits total instead of 10? Yeah, I think uh, instead of 20, really? if you count yeah. your 10 fingers and or 10 toes. I think up. that's why he called it that. Yeah. So he's... And still, oh, see, just, I connected the dots. You did. For fucking once in your life, you connected <laughs> these goddamn dots and I'm f- so proud of you. But yeah, he, he used to he used to be a writer. Um, he still is a copywriter, I think. But he, he writes. He's an excellent writer, excellent artist. Used to run Daily Bikers. So he's got writing chops. And if you go to 15digits.net and read his story, it's fucking terror, terrorizing. It's, it's wow. uh, terrorful. And so that is, I immediately thought of that as I'm finishing the ride to Wiggins. Of course, the one fucking time some jackhole almost takes me and him out. Like I could have fell on my I leg. I don't know how you like did not. Well, I mean, I guess I can pick see that. But like if I, I was riding with fast. you, I would have... 
been the one like chasing him down. Yeah, I know. And that's not going to help you. It's going to make, it's going to, it's going to maybe teach him something, but I think almost getting taken out by a fucking bike that you should have not been riding your rollerblades in the middle of goddamn street to begin with. And then why you changed lanes as you, you, you see the light going like the lights behind you, you see it going to the other lane. So you go into, I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. It really felt like he was doing it on purpose. Um, and I don't think he was. Did you use your little horn? I don't have a little horn. <laughs> I should have. Which bike was this? I guess it was the VFR, right? No, my my SCR, dude. Remember the horn? Oh. The stupid cable broke on it. Like you need a after it got wet. Zip tie a blow horn to it. Listen, I should have just farted. Said, you should have hey. just yeah. ran over his ass. I could have. I should have, and then I would have been in trouble. True. Move it. That's what I should have done. But um, no, I was I was livid, and I was really more livid with myself because you know I can I can say assholes don't pay attention, but the fact that I was lazy is really what would have really pissed me off had had I got hurt. Fuck that guy! If I hit him and he fell down, you know, one less rollerblader the world has to worry about. Yeah. Anyways, so that was my low. I love how it takes me forty five minutes. You're like, yeah, you tell yours in like two seconds, and me, I'm like forty five minutes later. There's my low. I think I walked us through the Kalahari Desert, talked about cheetahs attacking me, and then finally got to... We're going to have to reverse our recording, like start with the main topic first and then work backwards. Speaking of main topics, (laughs) (laughs) let's, uh, let's get into some events. Okay. For over 131 years and several months, Clobman's has been supplying quality pickles to motorcyclists the world over. Legendary icons such as Sylvester Roper, Oscar Hedstrom, William Harley, Betsy Stringfield, Frank Willoughby Cotton, Evil Knievel, Nikki Hayden, and Sachiro Honda have all quenched their desires for a thick, juicy pickle sliding across their greasy, willing lips with none other than a fine specimen from Klopman's. Join the Hall of Fame, win your first race, impress the judges, put a Klopman's in your mouth, and a championship trophy on your shelf. Klopman's, not for dreamers, for doers. Klopman's, the only pickle for motorcyclists. But a person needs new experiences. I'm not in the mood. We got, damn, you got some really good ones coming up. You got a whole bunch that you like don't want to re talk about, and I'll talk about them if you want me to. I'll talk about them. I'm not good. Because it'll be like five minutes tops and not another like 30 minutes. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But absolutely, you're Um, right. So fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) You just sit there and contemplate wearing your little water shoes. I will. Bike. I need to go get me. I'm going to look up a. DOT vans right now while you're uh, <laughs> while you're reading these. So next weekend's the campout at Josie's Hideout with the West Side Motorcycle Collective, and um, I saw a few clips of that, like kind of them out there this last weekend at the. I want to say it was Beat the Heat event, or they were it was supporting um the local firefighters out there at Santa Isabel this last weekend. So I saw some videos of like their stunt shows and things that are going to, that was going on. And I assume that's going to be kind of similar to what's happening this next weekend, the 19th at Josie's hideout. So that's a camp out on Saturday night for 25 bucks. 
And all of my guy friends are like pussying. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Pussying. You only know <laughs> pussy guys. I got to tell yeah, you. I know. So um, I don't even know who's going or the ones that are are talking about like getting a cabin or, you know, renting. even more pussy. I know. So we'll see. Um, that's happening. But I got my ticket. So I want to go hang out. And yeah. um, I'm just going to crash. I'm going to tell my wife, fuck this party that we- I'm pretty sure you can crash. Yeah, fuck this party that and not crash, crash, like crash. Oh no, I'm just gonna crash. That's what I meant. I'm not a very good writer. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna. I was just gonna stop by to say hi, but I'll probably crash, and then I'll have to stay there. I don't think there'll be any rollerbladers. Maybe some mountain bikes. (sighs) Dude, give me someone to fucking hit. I need. I need to get it out now. Now that you. Now that you riled me up again, I need to get it out. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and then August 27th down at the Barona Drags in Lakeside, which is in California. Because I know we have Canada, Canadian. It's actually on the Barona Indian Reservation. I don't think is it's it? I've never technically been. in Lakeside. I think Barona is just considered its own is town. Barona is its own town? Yeah, it's the reservation. Oh. I think it's, we- bet- it's between Lakeside and Ramona, technically. Okay. Well, next, well, the August 27th, the SoCal bike drags they're having their test in tune only day um and that's the i know i said this wrong the last time too the eighth the one eighth the eighth mile Mm -hmm. there's no difference between that (laughs) and um so you can take your bike out there and do the test in tune and get times for their event in october that's happening and october 21st is the actual event and uh, my writing group that I'm in has a promo code for that. That's promo code Hellcat with a lowercase H. And that's for 20% off to get into that test in tune or um, just the event in s- itself, which I think is $50. Yeah, that's cheap. That's good yeah. Deal. So I plugged it in just to see because I suck at math, obviously, on what the discount was. So it took, I think, $10 off. Mm-hmm. 20% of 50 is 10. Yeah. So that code's that out up. there. Yeah. Yeah. 10 or 20. I don't know. Something. It's cheaper than the original amount. Yep. <laughs> That's how math works. Motherfuckers, do it yeah. yourself if you want to know. Whatever. And then um, September 9th down at San Diego Harley is an event called Ride With Heart. And that goes towards... Um, it's an organization that was started in 2020 for um, people, you know, I'm going to, I need to research that more, but I'm going to say anyone with some like heart defects or heart, anything with heart issues, those donations go out to that. And it's a poker run and they have a website ridewithheart.org. And I know if I think it was like the first 100 people, you get like a pin and some other little Thing. Do you think the Grinch could do that? Because from what I heard, he had a tiny heart. I don't know. And maybe then his heart grew to a hundred times its size, and that doesn't sound healthy either. I mean, he went like from <laughs> like in lar- like from one extreme to an enlarged heart. Yeah, maybe he so, drank a lot. Yeah, I, do you think he? Could, I mean, just throwing that out there. Oh, maybe huh. him and like the Tin Man can like. There, oh, yes. If you don't see them there at that event, you know it's probably not legit. Yeah, they could probably, it's probably cheaper if you go as a couple too. Like one can be on the back. <laughs> I'm going to call them and ask them that specifically <laughs> and say, you know, uh, it's not, doesn't sound legit. <laughs> Hang up on them. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go get a burner phone before I do that. But yeah. Um, but that, 
That one I'm probably going to try to go to. That one has some meaning for me, which I already talked about. So I do want right. to go check that out. And you're out. not a bitch-ass dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just put it mildly. Sorry, fellas, you fucking pussies. Um, And then the last one on my list is um, Babes Ride Out Central Coast out in Santa Barbara at the Live Oak Campground. Those tickets went on sale um, and those are $145 a ticket. Right. And for some reason, I don't have the date on there anymore. The fucking you Central Coast is, yeah, just go to Babes Right Out. It's in It'll September. Tell you it yeah. Yeah. We know it's in September. So there you go. Uh, yeah. In September, just go to the Central Coast and look for it. That'll be like, it'll be like a scavenger hunt. Like every weekend we drove out there and then we finally found it. <laughs> um, yeah. I have, hopefully, I put this out by this weekend. Hopefully, I put this out tonight. Yeah. Uh, that's what she said. Anyways, um, August 13th, which is Sunday, uh, is the Vintage Bike OC, uh, right? That's Sunday. Yeah. They do it every month down there at Castaneda's Mexican Restaurant in Huntington Beach. It's from 2 to 4 p.m. So it's not very long. It's right in the middle of the day when it's hottest. So it's very, uh, it'll inspire you to get a t- tasty drink. But they're, for such a small little meat, there's some fantastic fucking. If you're in Huntington Beach and you see a motorcycle, it's probably show quality to begin with. Uh, unless it's a Harley, then, you know, <laughs> it just came out of any any random dealership. So most of the bikes down there are, are, are excellent, even though it's a little kind of short bike bike meetup. It's a great, great two-hour meetup. What are you typing in there? No, <laughs> I'm fuck not you, typing. junkie. Okay. Oh. The note said you're updated. I was waiting for it to oh, say, fuck no. you, junkie. I was checking um, Instagram while you were talking, and then I went oh, okay. back into Go- the file. Gotcha. Um, also, uh, the same night as Josie's, the same weekend as Josie's, Hell on Wheels is doing their Saturday night TT races out at Glen Helen. Mm. I'm not sure how much it is, but Hell on Wheels is usually pretty cheap because it's just a bunch of motorcycle enthusiasts getting out there on whatever they have. A lot of vintage crap racing out there. So you don't need the latest, greatest thing to get out there and do some TT races. You could take, Kim, you could take your bike out there. <laughs> um, I'm not kidding. There's p- plenty of Harleys that, that do it. Uh, and BSAs, Triumphs. I could take my SCR. It'd be my SCR, my VFR, or Spamla. Either one they would accept with open arms because they're just cool like that. Um, but yeah, that's going to be at the famous Glen Helen Raceway out in uh, Riverside. And... Um, also on August 19th, if you can't make Josie's, if you're a bitch cause you don't make it to Josie's, at least go to the Glen Helen races because that, maybe, maybe that's, that's way cooler everyone, than Josie's. Yeah. Maybe it's that's fucking why cooler. everyone's ditching Josie's yeah. cause they want to go. Josie's kind of like, sucks when I think about Glenn it now. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Josie's is stupid when I think of Glen Helen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Okay, oh, like if you live down this way, like people, they say people in San Diego never want to travel north of the eights. Yeah. And it's like probably Even, it's yeah. the same if you're up like north of the 91, you don't want to go south, maybe. Right. That would have been, that would have been funny if you said north of the five, because the five literally runs up north toward to, into Washington and maybe into even into Canada. <laughs> um, also on August 19th, the Iron Classics free bike and car show is happening at 18. 18- 851 Golden West. That's all I have. I didn't, I think I cut off the rest of the note where it said there's, if it's street, road, place, or avenue <laughs> and what city. So 18, Copy. 851 Golden West. If you got an Iron Classic, go check out this free car and bike show. That'll be fun. Um, this one sounds kind of fun, actually. And I won't be doing anything this weekend. August 25th, uh, except for maybe chilling in the shade because it's probably going to be 700 degrees then. But Rottweiler Performance has a bring your own build 
bike show happening from five to nine. So at least they're doing it right, doing it when it's not hot. Castanetas, why don't you fucking get your shit in, in order? Uh, and learn, learn not to do it in the middle of the day. Sorry, I'm bagging on all the events. What the fuck is wrong with me? You're hey, don't go up. to these stupid You're events. Up, um, I'm just, aggression. I'm just really angry. Yeah, I've, I've had a rough week. Um, so, Rottweilers having a build your own bike show. Uh, or, I'm sorry, bring your own build show, and it's five to nine at Rottweiler Performance in Costa Mesa, which is already down by the beach, and it's a little bit cooler anyway. But it's geared toward ADV and dual sports. You never see bike short bike shows geared toward off road shit. Yeah, like like custom bike shows. Every fucking custom bike show nowadays barely revolves around anything more than a chopper. And it's mostly Harleys or old BSAs and shit like that. So this fact that there's a bike show that revolves around ADVs and dual sports, which is the most popular uh, category of motorcycling right now, just makes sense. And it sounds fun. And it's never been done before, as far as I know. Uh, September 17th, the Venice Vintage Motorcycle Club is having the third Sunday ride from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And you meet up at the Stronghold down at Abbott Kinney Boulevard. Um, on the last week's show, I think I said that we ought to learn about Abbott Kinney. And then now I'm rethinking that. I don't think he rode motorcycles, so why do we fucking give a shit? Um, September 23rd, the Super Motocross World Champion is happening. Oh, championships yeah. happening at L.A. Coliseum, marking 50 years since motocross was brought to the United States. And... The Euro- European people won every single one until the Honda Elsinore was <laughs> was made in, <laughs> in 1974. And then guess what? We I think the U.S. started winning everything. Um, September 30th, the El Camino Swap is happening from 8 to 2 p.m. at the El Camino College in Torrance. And the El Camino Swap, there's a few things... This is a, I think this is one of those ones that's been happening for a long time. I know there's an El Camino show that happens, uh, and it might be different than this, but the El Camino show is like legendary. It's been happening for like almost half a century. So I'm not sure if this El Camino swap is part of that, but it was advertised with it. So I'm just telling you what I know. And that, Mama Dawson, is the end of our events, unless you have something better that you'd like to talk about. Uh, no, but I will mention that on our Facebook page, I shared an adventure bike events. Nice. So just, you know, I'm not thinking about just Harley stuff. I know you're not. <laughs> um, it was up in the Sierras. Uh, I don't remember oh, all the yeah. details, but, um, some kind of ride up there. Yeah. Is cool. it the classic stagecoach rally? Mm, I don't think. You know, I'm looking at it right here. I'm like bringing it up. (laughs) It's the uh, Sierra National Forest Incorporated Adventure Bike and Dual Sport Tour happening September 8th through 10th. Yeah. And so it looks like a dual sport ride, which is awesome because Brady has also been telling me about the classic vintage, um, uh, what's it called? The classic vintage, uh, I think it's called the Stagecoach. Motorcycle rally or something like that, Sounds and it's annoying. classic. It's basically what this is basically this ADV ride that you shared, except for classic shit, and oh, it's called like cool. the Sierra Classic or the Sierra Rodeo. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I'm just lying we now. It's go. called the Sierra. It's called the Sierra. Want to go to all these things? Yeah, I know. Uh, you could if you want to. I know, but good luck getting a guy to go with you. They won't. They don't go to apparently. Anything. Yeah. Fucking losers. But um, yeah, so all that shit is happening and more. And uh, with that, let's wrap this segment and get into our main segment. I thought I'd only be able to stay awake for 15 minutes, and here it is. We're getting to an the hour into part. the show. 
We're going to have a great show for you this week. Because this week, we have... Are you ready for it? I'm going to play some sick-ass music that I made just for this occasion. We have the... Wait a minute. Hey. What the <laughs> hell? Boo. Yeah, I feel like I'm in, Club Metro right now. I know. I'll just stick in some better music than that. Hey, creative writers. RP Enterprises wants to remind you of their latest, greatest invention, the medicated adhesive graphic strip. This medicated bandage strip is emblazoned with bold graphics depicting infected, pus-oozing, disgusting wounds. Whether you have just a minor scratch, a hangnail, or a clean gash, make sure you customize it with the Mags Bandage from RP Enterprises. RP Enterprises is only available at fine retail stores near you. We have the best and worst uses for a motorcycle. And uh, what made me think of this is I was thinking of some really funny shit that you would probably not want to use a motorcycle for it. And then I thought, well, what is the best use for a motorcycle? I, th- I should ask co-host Kim. And <laughs> you knocked it out of the park by taking it to the Instagram. And I, uh, yeah. the, people, the people on the Instagram had a lot of good stuff to tell you. I'm just going to call it the Instagram. That's now. fine with me. The uh, they had a lot of good stuff to talk to tell you about. So... Yeah. But some what, of these what, are like my ideas too. Well, I don't want to give you credit for them. <laughs> That's right. I couldn't come up with anything. These are all from. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Listeners and readers. Right. right. Yeah. So you want so to, what, you want yeah, to start? So what is yours? What is your, what is the best? So Let's start with the with best, the best. And, and I'll start you go first. Yeah. So one of my first best. Do you want me to give you a drum roll by the way? Sure. Really? Yeah, because I know you're going to have to try to find it. There we go. The best Um, use for a motorcycle. Okay, well, first, I was going to say an ice cream cart, motorcycle cart, but then I started thinking that maybe those are the bicycle ones. Like, I don't think I've seen a motorcycle ice cream. Oh, my God. Kim, let's do a history episode and get Matt Ward in on it, and we'll talk about the Harley-Davidson Servicar. Oh, see, I don't even know anything about this. I know you don't. That's what I'm telling you now. We got to do an episode on it. Every time you bust, you burst my bubble when I think I've got a good idea. You do have a good idea. Yeah, but anything with like foods or drinks serving off a a bike. So, because so I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about that ice cream one. So then I remembered seeing like I in Japan or in Mexico the pizza delivery what is the difference between Japan and Mexico anyway is there really <laughs> one's one? like east and one south okay and that's it that's really the only difference <laughs> i see okay yeah or depending where you live but right <laughs> so like, when you were in Mexico and Japan, you saw these used as pizza deliveries. Is that yeah. What you're so there's box. They have like a little box on the back, like where a passenger seat would be, or maybe even back off the fender, because I'm sure they have two people or five people yeah. on the bike still, plus the pizza delivery box. That's India. You're thinking of in <laughs> Japan, they have a guy, and the little robot has to sit on back and hand the pizzas out to people. So it is definitely two seater though. You're right. With chopsticks. Yeah. Yeah. So, (sighs) so, 
That hey next hey awesome. listeners, next time you're eating pizza with chopsticks, send us a photo and we'll send you something from Junkie's Junk Box because that's fucking you're getting ridiculous. I mean, I kind of love it, to but keep this up is with you. You're, you're getting out of control. Yeah, I'm sober too. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> um. So yeah, best like pizza delivery, ice cream. Or like maybe some of our listeners have seen in the last few weeks, Mark from Rusty Butcher has a barbecue yeah. off the back of like a Dyna or something. Um, well, and then those it's a Dyna. Let's, let's call it a Dyna and every Dyna bro will lose their shit over that. But <laughs> I think that that is one of the best fucking things that I've ever seen is his transformation of that bike from a that's i want i'll take that bike i think he's raffling off one of the like sporties right now i don't know if he got enough um people to buy tickets yet but i would totally buy some tickets for that barbecue uh, dude bike he is changing the game of motor that if that bike was at born free instant winner instant we need some (laughs) forward thinking people everyone's taking themselves too fucking serious these days and not only did he not take himself serious, but he also made it work. Mm-hmm. Totally fun. There's this, it's so fucking rad. There's this guy that I follow on Reddit. He's, um, I think he's called uh, East Coast Guy or Right Coast Guy. But on YouTube, it's Totally Useless Inventions or something like that. And this guy comes up with some of the wackiest fucking shit, but he makes it to like engineer grade specs, but it's totally unnecessary shit. And useless shit. That's what's so funny about it. And I think Mark has knocked it out of the park because his stuff is totally functional. It looks good. And it was to troll people with. And that's my favorite type of human being right there. Yeah. I think I'm going to let him take over the show. I'm looking. I just wanted to check now when I said um, Dinah, but one of them, it's a sporty. It's a sport. It That's a, why I said let's I know, call it a Dyna. I, I didn't know for like I hadn't paid that close attention because I was so impressed by the barbecue. Like exactly. I didn't look pat. I didn't look to the front of the bike. I was like checking out the grill. And that's the ultimate troll is taking the girl's oh, bike from 40. the Harley Davidson lineup and calling it the Dyna, which all the Dyna bros are like uh, foaming at the mouth over. I love it. I love it. And I yeah, love that bike. I love that. That's bike. a good call. That's good a good call. use. That's like the perfect use for a bike. Yeah. What else you got on your list? What else? Well, I think, well, maybe a lot of us have seen this or not. It's kind of a rare, rare but not occurrence is when you're on the road and you see someone riding with their spare, like a new spare tire um, down around their waist. Right. (laughs) Which is sad because every time I ride, I have a spare tire around my waist. I'm just fucking (laughs) fat, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe you should do that just in case another rollerblader cuts out in front of you. You'll like protected. I just need to look like Babendum, which is the real name of the Michelin man. I just need to put rubber tires all over my body in case some fucking asshole on rollerblades. And then you can pull it off really quick and just chuck it at him. Oh no, listen, I'll roll him up in it and fucking drag him behind me as he's you know or or rolling down a hill like that'll be 
I'm not doing that again. I'm just going to hit him next time. When you first started with that story, I thought you were going to say that he was just going to try to, you know, maybe like grab onto your fender or something and get like pulled. Maybe. And if he was looking for some hijinks, that would have been one thing. But the fact that he like tried to go right in front, it almost felt like an insurance claim. (laughs) Like what the fuck fella? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's but yeah, spare tires. I like that. Yeah, I've seen that like a few times and I know it's a thing, but I'm just, it always still catches me off guard and I'm like, that's a good idea. Like, Yeah, I think C90 Adventures did that because there was no other place for him to carry his spare tires as he was riding across the fucking globe on a 90cc motorcycle. He had to carry him around his waist or his neck or something. Yeah. Yeah, around his neck. <laughs> um, and then my Third, uh, I thought best idea was for um, drying out your boob sweats. I mean, honestly, you got the moving wind. There's no yeah. really better way to do that. And though, even though I'm C, God, what's the other C? What C only C tops? C tops. I can't remember this. Even though I'm a C tops, I still get boob sweat. So who doesn't? Yeah. A tops get boy gets boob guy sweat. boob sweat. Yeah, fuck yeah. Get going and then your last one on there too you put their uber motorcycle which yeah thing that is a thing i don't think in the states but in other countries that's definitely a thing they'll come and pick you up from the airport and shit like you were saying earlier six six people on a scooter i know that uber exists in latin american countries and i think some african countries and probably like a lot of asian countries Mm -hmm. i i'm i'm 100 sure that uber motorcycle is a thing and i don't know if the company's called uber well i was looking i was trying to look this up a little more before we even started um our recording tonight because i was like i want to know more and um i think even slay jay's like like she was like yes and um uh i looked on the uber app well i looked i was googling so there's like a a whole blurb on it and it tells you like how to choose if you want a motorcycle. So you can. Holy but shit. But I didn't find any, of course, in Temecula because they're just poser riders here. Right. <laughs> but um, it looks like you just go to when you choose your ride and search that list, which I don't normally use Uber. I didn't even know if I had the Uber app to be. Yeah. Because I just like drink and drive. But right. um I went to my Uber app that I guess I still had and was kind of messing with it. And I get, I didn't see any motorcycles, but I think if you just, Oh, Siri. (laughs) I definitely don't understand. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Whoa. Tobor's eyes lit up when that happened. (laughs) Really? Holy shit. He's sentient somehow. I thought I had him turned all the way off. Uh, uh, so yeah. it's a good thing, but maybe from back you when you're get, from when your license was suspended from last time, yeah, you you, you must have had Uber installed then. Maybe um, right? No, I think it was when I was in like DC or something. Gotcha. I, I loaded up. Uber. Yeah, you know, but, maybe if you refresh the app or something, it's there. Because I I haven't maybe. downloaded Uber in a thousand years either. I think the last time I used it was when I needed a ride to pick up my motorcycle when I bought it. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder if you refresh the app, it's there. That's cool. Maybe That's you awesome. You can like have like get a pizza motorcycle pizza delivery and uber all in one and dry your boob sweat yeah so you can eat some pizza get picked up at the airport it's probably easier to do uber and dry your boob sweat because then you don't have to concentrate on like actually riding the vehicle you just concentrate on like lifting them up to get the airflow into there maybe as the passenger like topless uber pizza (sighs) delivery okay 
this week's challenge. Send us a, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you saw, I sent you a picture out by a golf course and I was you did. Kept trying to think of a way to get my bike. And I, I did actually think of a way to park my bike next to it to get it in the picture. But yeah. my, it was at my parents' timeshare. Um, so like Lawrence Welk's like, I don't even know who people know. Lawrence Welk is is 120 by now. And so are all the people that live there. So yeah, you would have had some, those are the people that are angry about seeing boobs. You know why? Because they have to lift up the bottom of their pants for you to see theirs. (laughs) And they don't want to see any, any boobs that are above a waistline. Like a tennis dress. Exactly. But the only good spot that I could have gotten this like topless bike on a motorcycle picture was right in front of, my parents' kitchen window. And that would have been a classy family photo to have up around Christmas time. <laughs> I was so, like, even you know, if don't I worry find someone it. to take a picture, I can, my mom's <laughs> going to be washing like little dishes in this timeshare looking out because they're going to hear my bike pull up for one. Be like, what the hell? And, and look out look there to see the what the commotion window, is. And I'm like, quick. That's why, that's why you need an electric bike. Then you could have done it. But yeah, if you hear a Harley rumble out onto the golf course, everyone's going to be looking out their windows. They're like, oh, a Harley, someone under 92. I'm going to have to shut the bike off. It was on a hill, so I could just kind of turn it off and roll down. Hey, hey, don't go any. Now I'm going to be expecting the photo. So don't don't go any further. Okay. No. (laughs) No. I know. No, don't. I know. I was like, what's don't that, send boobs, junkie? Don't send boob pics. For, <laughs> please, for my marriage sake, don't do that. <laughs> don't send me the pic. You can send it to- I'll put to, a send tire send around. <laughs> <laughs> a tube top tire, the, the triple T. Um, all right. So how yeah. about um, how about some of yours? Well, listen, these all, these all came from guests, so they're real stupid. So don't blame me about it. The Wiggins ones are really stupid. Exactly. So Wiggins says the best thing for the best use for motorcycles is flying. And I don't know if he meant like jumping in the air, like freestyle motocross uh, or literally flying. Cause that's Wiggins. And I don't actually know what he meant. So, or flying, like going fast. Cause that's a oh, figurative yeah. use of that word. So that is, we'll just say Wiggins. Um, I'm sorry. I planted some mushrooms that you apparently got into <laughs> while, while, when you got back. <laughs> This one is legit. And if you've been to Wiggins' house, you know exactly what. Motorcycles are good for taking a garage space where other motorcycles could be. And if you've ever been to Wiggins' house, you know this problem exists. Because mm-hmm. he's got so many motorcycles, he almost <laughs> doesn't have space for a fucking garage. Yeah, um, I feel this. Yeah. So this is, uh, he put that, but I'm thinking he's on to something here because his his motorcycles are just overflowing over the fence and into the wash and out on the front street and like on his <laughs> roof. He's got motorcycles everywhere. But if you're the type of person that can't, that needs a stopper, like Wiggins, is, Wiggins motorcycle flood has already happened and his wife's already come to terms with it. But if you're, if you need a stopper, this could be it. Definitely the number of my motorcycles dictates how many I can have. So having a motorcycle is the plug in my motorcycle leak because I just can't have any more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't fit any more in here. And I'm not going to be the kind of person that has like 92 motorcycles like in my backyard flowing over the neighbor's fence. You know, I've literally seen, um, I don't know, this was about a year ago, like some people know, like we, I do, we do storage where I live on my property and someone reached out about a year ago and he actually was a rate, um, 
a racer, a dirt bike racer or some kind of racer out like in Elsinore. Um, and I, I think, of course, I forget his name, but well-known or had a history. And he said he was looking to store bikes, obviously, and then maybe put a track out here. And his house, the inside, was loaded mm-hmm. with bikes in the yeah. living room. Yeah. Like, and I, I mean, I see, you know, you see the ones where it's like, maybe one in your living room, like fixing it like during a nice winter display. Or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. under the Christmas His just tree. had it in there because he didn't have room in the shed, no, right? This was like, no, this was like 20 plus bikes. And this was storage of bikes in the living room. Right. I'm going to guess that it wasn't like set up like a little museum inside the house. Kind of not really. Yeah. It was just storage. I, I mean, I kept my dirt bike in the house, you know, <laughs> when I had dirt bike, but. Well, yeah, one is. Not I'm 42. Gonna, yeah. This was legit. Like you probably couldn't walk in there. How funny. He's a hoarder. Oh my God. Instead of like paper plates and old trash, <laughs> he had fucking motorcycles. Yeah. That's what Wigan's working on right now. Um, yeah. So take up this, that is a perfect use then. If you're a normal human, eventually one of these will be a plug. It was like quarters, but motorcycle edition. The motorcycle edition. I'd actually watch that. That would be cool. Um, and then Wiggins said getting passed off when it doesn't, uh, start or work. And I know he meant pissed off, but he's one of those guys that we were talking about earlier that types all the wrong shit into, into messages. But I thought, yeah. Motorcycles are good for giving you something to be pissed off about. Mm-hmm. Had I just driven to Wigan's house and just ran over the guy on rollerblades <laughs> in my car, I would have just been a eh, traffic casualty. But the fact that I was on a motorbike and I could have got hurt, not only did that piss me off, but yeah, motorcycles suck That's to work true. on sometimes. And you wouldn't be pissed off. You'd have a wonderful life if you didn't have a motorcycle. So that's absolutely a great use for motorcycles is giving you something to be pissed off about. If you're just cranky and always salty, people are like, God, what's up their fucking ass? But if they're like, oh, they have a motorcycle, boom, now, you have a, now you're justified. So that is a good use. <laughs> this one comes to us from Landa Dan. Uh, I think from the Instagram or Facebook. Uh, yeah. It must be Instagram. It's to lose your mind and find your soul. I liked that. But... I'm going to say there's a little bit cheaper uh, Southern Comfort will also help you do that in the right quantities. And it's a lot cheaper than motorcycles. A little bit less dangerous too sometimes. Um, Meg Noble, also on the gram, says a chair or a recliner. And I have to agree, if you're the right size. I mean, if you're a huge fat whale like me and you go to lay on a motorcycle and the whole thing falls over, that's not a very... that's not, Now instead of a rec- recliner, it's a um, reposer. Is that what it's called when you're laying on the ground? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, of course, why are you asking me? No, okay, I have <laughs> I have a good one for this, and I I I talked to her, message replied to that comment she made because I have seen a chopper down at Obdi- Obdia. Obdiablo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. El Diablo run, yeah, and it's that came out of California. I want to say it was a Biltwell chopper, probably the, the one with the sofa on it. Yeah. If it didn't come from Biltwell, it was from somebody down like California or somebody that's down in San Diego. Oh, was it him? Was it Cliff? Maybe. It might have been Cliff. Um, Former People's Champ, by the way. And it was a good name. Yeah, I not saw. To, not to, not I, to his horn. I, saw, I was there at that one when he won. Nice. Um, now you just. Why didn't you get him me. on the show? Oh, wait, because you weren't on the show yet. I guess I could yeah, forget that. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, yeah, so a chopper with a, with a recliner for the seat actually on it yeah yeah and it was and i had a clever name and i even said it it was like the sofa it was the sofa king sofa king sofa king cool chopper sofa king chopper chopper. yeah um that was cool i yeah i have pictures of that somewhere 
That's yeah. a really good use. It's called the internet. That's where I store all of my pictures. <laughs> um, Motohop sent us one that says, hey, transporting oversized goods. And then they said, check out the subreddit Motorcycle Logistics. And I didn't get a chance to look at it before the show, but I'm headed there right after this recording. Because <laughs> I bet you 12 bucks, it's like that dude that goes to the store, uh, like Best Buy, and gets a, like a... Um, TV. A fucking lo- large screen TV and like gets it on his bike somehow. Uh-huh. I bet you there's like a whole subreddit of people just stocking parking lots of people putting the most ridiculous shit on their motorcycles. I'm I'm ready to hit that subreddit. It's motorcycle yeah, logistics if anybody's interested. Um, yeah, rock and roll banana Slay J. Mm-hmm. She said uh, Uber Eats. Yeah. So she's with you. You're you're saying Uber drive me there. She's saying Uber Eats, which I think Johnny. Yeah. Um, Roundtree actually might. Uh, I don't know if he works. I don't know if Uber Eats is the app that he delivers for, but he definitely makes a living delivering stuff up in the uh, Bay Area. If a guy um, like delivered me ice cream on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. goddamn, like like I would do. You know, my little order would probably be like wine, ice cream, and Chinese food or something. If a guy yeah. showed up on the oh no bike, no no, I know it would be. Wine, ice cream, and pizza with chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. See, like a Thai mm. pizza. Yeah, um, he, I would. He's not going. You kept home. that a lot cleaner than I thought. I thought you were going to go down a dirty. No, I am. You haven't let me go. Oh there shit! Yet. All right. No. Um. No. Wait. Would... I talked over you. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> That's unusual. I would. I'll have him um, come into my house and uh-huh. do, you know whatever there, and then I'll just tie him up so I can take his bike. Boom. If it's a good bike. I bet the whatever there would have been a lot longer had I just let you I know. Say it I decided beginning. you ruined the moment, so I just decided. I'm so good at that. That explains a lot about my personal life, I guess, too. <laughs> huh. That explains a lot of things. Yeah, but Uber Eats, if someone on a bike, that would be cool. I like that idea better, like if I was gonna do it, because then I don't want a passenger. Yeah. But I'll carry food. And I'm writing down this note. Note to self, even your co-host is turned off by your talking for more than 25 minutes. Okay, okay, got it down. Hey, we, I think, we talk I think for you two just, hours plus. You just helped me improve my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike D. Moto says, hey, sp- and if you're in California, splitting, yeah. of course. Yeah, if you try splitting lanes in anything other than a bike, it's a felony, I think. <laughs> a felony uh, vehicle operation. Um, Vulcan Scooter Dan says it's great for being a grocery yes. beer or dinner getter which i mean honestly yeah he's right this i um, like this too um like going back to edr again yeah like when you see someone with like a 24 pack strapped to the oh, sissy yeah. bar yeah, or yeah. like even down there you know inner tubes uh blown up uh inner tubes around your waist just like yeah. the um tires and beer yeah. and ice usually it's the passenger i hope but i almost said i was thinking the word of the week in my head so luckily i didn't say it but you got to be real inventive yeah. in order to get stuff that's why this motorcycle logistics subreddit seems very interesting to me yeah um <clears throat> david crew he sent a kind of a long uh mm-hmm. a long entry there but he was the, to paraphrase it, he's saying that the prefrontal cortex or like your frontal lobe gets stimulation, right? And it grounds people and it really like gets yes. you, uh, even people that have suffered some sort of trauma or have PTSD or brain injuries, they might actually benefit from having the prefrontal cortex stimulated. And uh, 
you know, you don't think about things when you're concentrated on writing. So it maybe eases anxiety. Like throttle therapy, literally, his, just to, to paraphrase it, he, he went into a lot of really good detail, but to, to paraphrase it, throttle therapy and actually getting some um, <clears throat> like actual stimulation in the brain uh, to help remedy other things. So that was a pretty actually good good idea yeah Warren Massey said furniture he's a uh, he's used to host I don't know if the dog sh- the doghouse radio show still is on but that's a great show they talk about um, do a lot of motorcycle racing and motorcycle topics and Warren I know was their kind of cruiser guy and he sent that cool picture of that like weird table that looked like it was made out of a motorcycle the raccoon king sent us something mm-hmm. I don't know if that's who runs the uh, Barona drags but no. He says, uh, or they said, I don't know if it's a guy or a lady, it's okay. it's, man, maybe it's a fucking raccoon. Uh, he, okay, he ice. does, oh, sorry, I have to say it now. He does, uh, uh-huh. he does, um, I think he does a lot more than I even know, but he does do raccoon tells for your bikes, but he oh, also okay. does axe throwing and he helps out with the, a lot of the um, Josie hideout events with axe ah. throwing. And then I think he's even um, getting some kind of San Diego how, bike gotcha. events going. Nothing crazy, but yeah. I better be careful what I say then, I know, right? Like, nice. Fucking get an These axe are the in people I recruited, I recruited to our sh- to our listener. So here, let me talk shit and drive them all away. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm an old hermit today. I'm feeling really shitty today. I know you're so. grumpy junkie. <laughs> I am grumpy junkie. Oh, Welcome to the grumpy junkie show. Um, he says icebreaker, distance maker, freedom yes. getter, fun maker, mind settler, bond strengthener, and money spender. And then he goes on to quantify that he's at an airport bar and he's been away from his bike for a week, and he's about three old fashions deep into a three hour delay. So he might've sent that to us while he was totally drunk and he might've been trying to submit some poetry for salsa slam. I don't know, but I like it. You know, we'll roll with it. This was Diggs. No, that was raccoon King. Diggs says fucking send it, whatever you're going to do. And Diggs is, has, uh, got back into road racing lately. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's, he's, um, Diggs is cool. I haven't, we haven't, I haven't seen him in person since the last, um, uh, IMS show, but you know, we had him on the show a long time ago and we'd, we'd bump into each other all the time. And, and yes, he's finally getting back. He's, he's an excellent getting into marketing, just got married recently, you know, getting on with his life and, and being a huge success in his career, but also just recently picked back up road racing. Uh, again, I think he's got his, I think he's rides a Daytona seven, six, five. I think he has the, the six, seven, five actually, but, um, I think he was looking for a 765 or something. I don't know if that's the bike that he's been posting on, but yeah, he's just got back into road racing. So I think he's in the full send mode. So yeah, he's, <laughs> he's pretty into it. Um, these are now, these are mine. <clears throat> I'm going to get on with, uh, I, I decided to do my own. Unlike you who just went to Instagram and only no, used other people's. The, all of the best. I know. I know Kim, I'm giving you a hard fucking time. I Cause put I put some thought into this one. I, even I can't like started our notes for us. Kim, I can't tell you how grateful I am for you putting thought into the show, period. Because <laughs> even including me, no one has ever done that before. <laughs> so, so thank you. So these are all from me. Motorcycles are best for picking up old men. <laughs> and I put at bike shows, but it could just be at the cafe. Like anywhere you go, an old guy will pop out of the fucking wood and start talking to you, especially the older your bike is. Are they're going to pop out and tell you- old men? 
or it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're trying to you just no, but do like are you looking for old men or old <sighs> I women? fucking am now they want to talk about my motorcycle girls don't hey. they're like ew that's a motorcycle ew um okay. and then they're like ew and you're old. like you look like a you look like a ball sack with eyeballs walking around you old wrinkly piece of shit and then they slap me I don't know it's very embarrassing but <laughs> enough about my social awkwardness let's talk about old men Wiggins got his fucking grandpa CBX running right and mm-hmm. he went and picked it up a couple of years ago from uh, Indiana. He was so fucking stoked to ride it around and show everybody how cool it was. The first bike night we get to, 85 old guys came up to him and started talking about it. He's, <laughs> you, you know, you think you're going to get a motorcycle to attract chicks, just like dudes at the gym. When I used to work out a lot, mm-hmm. you actually get more compliments from dudes. Hey, bro, like, what are you, oh, you're looking good. What are you doing? And it's like, <laughs> like you work out to get to chicks, me. you ride motorcycles to get chicks, and both things will only get you a one night stand at the Blue Oyster. So, uh, yeah. What's wrong with one night stands? Well, at the Blue Oyster? <laughs> Might as well have said at May's. Raise male heterosexual dance hall. You know, that's, that, you're, you're going to get a bunch of guys is what I'm trying to get at. No no women gives a shit about your fucking reps, your protein fucking regimen, or your fucking motorcycle. It's all old dudes that, that want to, you know, gawk all over that shit. So that's one thing. If you're looking to pick up an old guy, get an old bike and go out to anywhere and they'll fucking just works a- naturally me. appear <laughs> out of the woods. Yeah, except for except for if you're a girl. Then then they're like, ah, fuck, it's a chick riding a bike. That must be your old man's but bike and not, I don't want to talk to her about it. But it's like the best and the worst too. It is. I know. Even for females though, because I think- For me, it's the best. <laughs> I want to see old guys. I know how to get them. Uh, don't talk about World War II. Ride a fucking old bike out somewhere and they'll just materialize there's, like a fucking spawn in a video game. Yeah, there's a new shirt. Well, I think it's been out for a few months now by like Renegade Babes or whatever. And the shirt, it says like, make gas stops good again. And it's like a picture of a chick at the gas pump and like all these old dudes like standing around <laughs> like asking her like, oh, is that your boyfriend's bike? Oh, or shit. Yeah, are you exactly. sure you can handle that bike? And Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that one, putting that one on the list too, but I, I figured I'd let you do it. So I didn't look. Thank you. I, I want to pick up old men and I know exactly how to do it when I want that. <laughs> so, uh, also great use for fucking epic use for a bike is to let deer have target practice on it. If you're headed to Sturgis, which we haven't even mentioned this coming up, Sturgis <laughs> is like, Sturgis is that happening is right going now? On right now. We yeah. haven't even said the S word. I fucking mentioned it. And I, I imagine that there's a bunch of deer out there in the woods just wondering what the fuck we can launch ourselves head first into. And then they see motorcycle. Boom. There you go. So if you're out there, please be considerate. Please make lots of noise. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, turn all your lights on and honk your horn so the deer know where you're at. So even though you're doing all that shit, they can still run into you head first. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I might just tack onto that and also idiotic rollerbladers. Um, they're apparently just as bad as deer here in SoCal. Um, motorcycles are great for justifying shitty gas mileage. Oh God, my, my motorbike gets 45 miles to the gallon. <laughs> well, guess what? Does So does a fucking smart for two and almost every modern car nowadays. Yeah. Maybe 25 years ago, that was great when, and still, if you're comparing it to like an F-150 that gets like 17 miles to the gallon. But I think even modern day trucks get like 20 something to the gallon now instead of four. So yeah, back in 1973, when, a, when you're, fucking you know charger dodge charger was getting a a whole seven miles to the gallon and you were getting 45 that's great Mm -hmm. but nowadays everything's getting your motorcycles are the least (laughs) least efficient 
uh, especially because they're so fast, they go through gas. Guess what? You go through gas faster. But that's what so, I, yeah. that's the excuse I use when I want to justify like getting a new bike is like, oh, gas prices are going up. I know. That's so. what I'm saying. You get to justify shitty gas mileage. Oh, it only takes like $10 to fill up my tank. Well, that means you have a two-gallon tank and you'll get approximately <laughs> 80 miles. So you actually spend more to get there than you would have if you drove your car, which mm-hmm. probably gets you know 56 miles to the gallon, especially when you're in bumper-to-bumper traffic so you're using less gas, especially with cars nowadays that shut off every 30 seconds when you've come to a complete stop. I'm just saying, it's a really great way to justify getting some shitty gas mileage. Yeah. Get a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, another thing that is great is if you want to stir up some really stupid conversations that make no sense and they're just all anecdotal with no real data behind them, uh, get a motorcycle because then you'll start, you know, Thanksgiving, Aunt Nan's birthday, whatever the fuck it is, you're going to hear like, oh my God, you ride a motorcycle? Well, I I would never ride one of those after, you know, my my uncle's neighbor. daughters. Daughters, yeah. Mailman got ran over by a fucking steamroller on his motorcycle. And then... (laughs) You know, oh, a nice murder cycle, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I heard that one. Oh, yeah. Murder cycle, organ, organ donor vehicle, like all this shit, like organ donor mobile. I, yeah, I I think that's like a worst. That's a best. No, that's a worst. I hate those. No, things. no, no. That is, you probably don't are like it, but birth? I'm saying that's what motorcycles are great for is to stir up these stupid conversations. Yeah. You're never going to have someone tell you how unsafe your car is. And that you should stop right, you stop driving as soon as you have kids because your car is dangerous. You know they'll tell you that immediately after you get a motorcycle. If you have kids and you still ride, oh yeah, I can't tell you how many dads. When I my daughter ha- was younger, she played soccer, mm-hmm. and so I was soccer dad. And I can't tell you how many dads are like, "Oh, you ride? Oh yeah, man, I used to have a bike until I had kids." Wink, wink. And it's like. We, if we did the if we did a good thing of what a kid's useful for, it's getting out of shit, being a pussy, and getting out of stuff. Like, oh yeah, I had a kid, I can't do this. Yeah, that was cool just the, they were looking for an excuse to stop. Yeah, already. well, it seems like it because they're all like, oh, I want to get back into writing, but maybe once the kids are in college, and I'm like, dude, don't stop. Do you stop playing guitar because you had kids? Do you stop, you know, stop yeah. driving your fucking forty eight hundred pound murder vehicle? No, you put your kids in it and take them to school. You know, like I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, so bicycles are great if you if you're lacking some stupid nonsensical conversations in your life. Getting a motorcycle is a great way, and I probably said bicycle a minute ago because I'm an idiot. You did. But getting getting a motorcycle is an excellent way to get those back in your life. Like, I need some drama. I need some like uncalled for stupid drama yeah. from all these experts that know nothing about motorcycles because they never rode. If you yet make they your never mom will. Really mad. Yeah, they never will ride because they call them murder cycles, so they have no idea what they're talking about. But yeah, somehow they're the expert. Mm, I love those conversations. And also, the last thing that I personally find motorcycles priority for and this is like if you're going to do anything on a motorcycle this is what it's the best for is drying out boob sweat yeah um let's move on to the worst ones and uh <laughs> let's run through your list here you got you I got what like the worst uses people on this fuck it if they there's no crying in motorcycles <laughs> you know what i'm saying um okay so i said my worst which i was on the fence because i feel like this is a best use and a worst use um, but I'm going to go with worst and that's those wine, wine sidecar tours like down here. Um, I'm sure they're in maybe in other places, but I see them down here in Temecula for wine country. And I actually think I got maybe banned from their Facebook page. 
because uh, I can't comment on it anymore. Oh, yeah. They were like, fuck this. Yeah. Well, they had. OK, so here's why I don't like. So this um, their ads are ridiculous. Like the pictures are like these girls kind of draped over the sidecars, like out, you know, of course, having a good time in wine country or whatever. So I'm just like, really? Cause I don't know. So if I, like, if I was a guy in the sidecar, like with a chick and then there's like another guy riding the bike, like I would. Ooh, you're basically a cuck at that point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, so, I get it. Yeah. So like, like, oh, hey, you want to go on a date, like a sidecar thing, but I'm not riding the bike, which is probably good if you're you're going to be drinking. Okay. So good. You're not drinking. Uh, so it does make sense. So well, it's you safe. do. I mean, right. No. You, you, make, it, you make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So you maybe drive, ride a Uber moto thing. There you go. Yeah. But, um, so I don't, I don't like that. And then, um. I see. Yeah, you don't want to be the cuck. Hey, why don't you drive my wife around? Because I'm not manly enough to do it. <laughs> or like, what if it's like a woman driver and then it's a couple like the kind of like flipped again? Like maybe you're you're switching role. You're on the whole cuck thing. Then like you got a yeah. woman rider like taking around. Uh, you know, a couple. I have no. By the by the way, I have no problem with either of these. I hate sidecars. I've never ridden in one. <laughs> Well, have you? Me neither, but I'm an expert on it. <laughs> You're an expert on everything. You got that right. Just ask my wife; she'll tell you the same. <laughs> but um, I yeah, it it's mainly their advertising that pisses me off. Um, just now, I see it says here if you have double D's on a bike and the wind in your hair, I'm all for that. <laughs> oh, I missed that part too. Oh, but it means designated driver. Oh. <laughs> Did oh, you I just saw if you have double D's. I saw two notes. D's. Right. I didn't I didn't do that. That was already you did oh, that. Oh yeah. That's it. <laughs> what did I write? Uh if you have a DD on a bike and the wind in your hair, then that's yeah. fine. Like I mean I read that fun. as double D's on a bike and the wind in your hair. <laughs> so that's my bad for reading the notes like that, I guess. But yeah, yeah no, that um yeah. it is. So I, I see this. So there could be an upside much. to it, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean Plus, I don't even know if my butt would fit in one of those sidecars. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not because you have a big butt. It's just because your butt is like triangular shaped or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you ever see my butt? It's got, it's just a, I have a weird bone growth. It's, it's, like in, a it's in the shape of a perfect triangular triangle. <laughs> it won't fit in these weird openings. <laughs> yeah. And I think I would feel sick. Like I get a little motion sick, like someone yeah. else controlling the bike. And then they're doing right. a, a little tour talk, I think. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good, There's it is a good like, idea. I'm sure they're making a yeah. lot of money on it. Well, there you go. I think you're, what really is, I think we came the full circle. Sucks. Yeah. What really upsets you is that you didn't think of it first and the advertising sucks. Yeah. Maybe there some topless guy drivers yeah there you go Riders. chippendales oh yes. my god fucking a there why did i go. why did i blurt that out kim i just hey, i just gave away our million dollar idea for free no that's a good one do you did you write it on a napkin just date it date it. it on my little one note i have there you go here on my work computer <laughs> i'm using for this podcast um what was it chippin chippendales Mine too. Call it Grapendales. God damn, there we go again. I just gave another, away another million dollars. 
<laughs> or we could do the beer tours since the wine ones are already. There you go. Yeah. Thunder from down under beer tours. And it, so it has to be on a loud cruiser if you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what else don't you like? What are, what else is the um, motor- worst use for the motorcycle? It kind of goes back. Maybe I'm just biased with this whole like modeling thing, but my next one was just, um, I think worst use for bikes is, um, women modeling on them that don't ride. Yeah. Like that kind of ticks me off too. Like I know it's You're, like not, it's for guy. Like it's yeah. when that's happening, it's oh. for the guy, for men. Usually. Got you. Right, right, right. I see. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, if I'm going to see a woman on a bike, like I want to know she rides, like I would at least respect her more. Like she's, a, she rides, you know, it's right. So, um, I don't Do like, you hear that Jeremy auto ASC. <laughs> um, and then I also don't like when they do model on them that they're facing like sitting backwards on the seat. Oh yeah. Like looking at like, if it's a, there's a sissy bar or whatever, like they're sitting the wrong way on the bike. Like that just irritates me too. Yeah, that's basically, you know, I don't know. Just, that's a sexy pose for the, yeah, for the picture. I hate that's to be like the, the Karen for motorcycle models or whatever you want to say. Right. But um, I feel like it's more meaningful. Like there's lots of good looking women that ride. You got that, that fucking right. Like, look sexy and do them too. But they're, too, right. but they're too busy riding. They're exactly. actually riding. They don't care about. Exactly. And they come in all shapes and sizes and ages, and they're all over Instagram if you guys are uh, interested in finding them. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that I think I like hearing this, actually, because I would have never guessed that that was something. But I bet you you're not the first woman to say that. But it's a perspective that you hardly ever fucking hear because there's not a whole bunch of women that want to speak out against the motorcycle community. Not that you're speaking out against it, but just a stupid aspect of it. So I, I like hearing that. That was an interesting take, and I would have never heard it had you not uh, brought it. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you – wait a minute. I, what else What else is on your on list? On that one, on number two or on number three? Number three. <laughs> oh, well, you put it on yours. <laughs> Your, so yours, you said, was um, – this was a good one for you, but I put it as a bad one. Um, the transporting the bi- the big goods. But um, when I got when I saw this response, I read it as transporting big wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because somebody else. This is from somebody this else. This was like an Instagram. Gotcha, gotcha. Reply, yeah, and um, th- so they said transporting big goods was like not a good i not a good use for a bike and i always think of like when you're moto camping um how are you going to get firewood yeah and so that's why i thought wood and um like okay you know i'm gonna go unpack the bike and then go find some wood right and strapping that or even if you just go buy a bundle you know if you're close to town and strapping that on the back of your bike. Like I'm always like worried it would come off and mess up your paint. Right. (laughs) Yeah. When me and Wiggins and Siddons went camping last Memorial day or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. 
um, or no, I guess it was two Memorial Days ago now because last Memorial Day we were all out of town. We I had to carry the wood because Siddons had all the beer and shit in his mm-hmm. top boxes, and I forget what Wiggins had in his, but they call it sleeping gear or something. So I had to carry the wood on the back of my bike. Yeah, you do need to find somebody that can carry, yeah. that at least can strap some wood and not care about it falling off. Yeah, I'm always it's if always those street it, bikes or like the ones that don't have anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, like the VFR has like a rear seat cover, like a sport seat cover. You're dead meat on that. There's no, you can't carry shit on that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the next one I put was for a uh, worst use was renting out your own bike. Yeah. Why I is that a like, bad one? I just wouldn't, you know, like there's websites to rent out your bike and, um, a personal preference, I guess I just, right. I wouldn't. Might as well rent out your husband if you're going to rent out your bike. Like, you know, that's your shit. That's I'm yours. I'm going to put that on my notes too. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you're like, well, maybe, maybe you're, I'm turning the corner on this then. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Maybe forget. Um, but if I had a second bike, like one that I wasn't my day, well, I want to say daily rider. Like I ride every day, but, um, you know, a second bike that was like, eh, then yeah, I would rent that out, but not my primary one. Yeah. I mean, Spamala. Spamala is a fucking hunk of shit. Like she's not worth anything. Spamala. But she is my first street bike ever that I had. And I've had her the longest out of any bike I've had. And she's my baby, and I would not probably want to rent her out to anybody because you don't want them to take the TLC. And when somebody else sees this like clapped out piece of shit, they treat it like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, you gotta like be gentle on it. And you're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get it. So even even my ba- she's my baby, and so yeah, I'd rather. I get it. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. Yeah, um, I have seen which I would think this is like a good one is or. You know, people that rent out the, I don't know if they still do it or if you can do it, like ROMs to take like the DMV test or like smaller bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which that's, I think, actually a good idea. You know, if I had a Grom, that would actually be a money. I'd pay for the Grom in like three months. You yeah. Pay it, you know, like you, you, you technically are getting it for free. Or whatever, yeah. just to go do it to like the lollipop test or whatever, since I guess yeah. the smaller the bike, it's easier. I had to take the lollipop test once. Not at the DMV if you go. Which is a bike show when 18 old men came out. Yeah. Catch me at Chippendale's uh, wine tours. I'll be doing the lollipop test. All right. Sorry about that. We represent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. And then my last one. Come on. <laughs> was for work. I'm actually kind of embarrassed to say this. Why did I put this on here? You want me to say it? Yeah, sure. So, hey, dudes, especially dudes that don't ride. Yeah. When they say they like thunder between their legs, they literally mean just riding on a loudmouth. They don't mean they want a personal vibrator. Yeah. Right? Like when you ride, like the worst thing I think I hear for like, about a bike when you, as a woman, when you say you ride, the first thing like a guy says is, oh, I know why you ride because of like how much it vibrates or, you know. Yeah. And you just look at them and go, oh, so is that why you ride too, you stupid shithead? Yeah. Like it's not once have, or maybe my pipes aren't loud enough. (laughs) I don't know. Right. um, So listen, I love your sentence that says, if your bike is shaking that bad, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. If it's. 
<laughs> it's in those vibrations. Something's fucking yeah, wrong. Yeah, so your something's about to fall off if your bike's like vibrating that bad, or maybe you have the speed uh, wobbles or something. Right. Listen, people always one of the main things they talk about in bike reviews, especially of like singles like Royal Enfields and like all these little Chinese singles and some dirt bikes that are like converted into dual sports is the oh you can't take it on the freeway because of the buzziness Mm -hmm. or the buzziness in the bars or the footrest blah blah so maybe they ought to convert that and say oh this is this bike is like three on the vibrator scale because yeah (laughs) if they think you're riding it because it feels good like to ride um they write them and review them in the same fucking way and talk about how bad that is so yeah yeah you're right you're right why are you fucking (laughs) why are you an idiot so but that is a good one that's funny yeah. It's funny that people would think that you were riding a bike for that like, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, that's what I do laundry for, you stupid ass. <laughs> um, how about um, how about your worst ones? Yeah. Yeah. I, I It's really hard to think about. It's so weird how easily you came up with some bad shit about motorcycling. I had a really hard time thinking about this. <laughs> Just kidding. This whole episode, I've been throwing you on the bus because I'm fucking in a grumpy mood. But. There is a lot of shit that motorcycles are horrible for, and I only wrote half of the ones I could think of down. One of them is a boat anchor. You should never use a motorcycle as a boat anchor, ever. People always used to talk about, when I used to work at a shop and a car would eat shit or a motor would blow, now it's a boat anchor, right? When they're trying to cut down your shit and say it was useless. A burnt-up Polaris, and if you, if I say that and you don't know what I'm talking about, then you're not, you're not in the desert scene. <laughs> But yeah, a, a burnt-up Polaris is what you should use a motorcycle for. So not a boat anchor. Um, also, tax write-off or investment. If you're going to buy a motorcycle, and then this last two years obviously fucking proved me wrong, like I'm just talking shit out my ass like I don't know what I'm talking about. Because the last couple of years, absolutely, they have been a great investment. <laughs> but who knew? That's only these last two years. If you're right, if you're buying a motorcycle to keep it in the garage and make it worth $43 billion, you've got to get something special and you've got to wait at least 40 years. So if you're in your 40s buying it, you're going to be dead by the time it's worth anything. And it's only going to be worth possibly what it was MSRP <laughs> back in the day. Like there's a lot of CBXs going for $17,000 right now, mm-hmm. but if you take the money that they cost back in the 70s and and convert it to inflation, it's probably $17,000. <laughs> so they're really just going for the equivalent of what they sold for back in the day. That never um, crossed my mind. Yeah. But I'm going to try using that one uh, the next yeah. time I'm on a bike too. Yeah. So tax write-offs or investments, that's a horrible reason to get a motorcycle. You should buy it. Just like buying a truck and then never, never throw anything in. Don't scratch the bed. Uh, then why did you buy a fucking yeah, truck, you idiot? Yeah. Um, it's not it's not a Land Rover where you're just going to buy it and then never take it off road. Um, a theft deterrent. Uh, if you're trying to buy a, a bike because you're sick of people stealing your car, <laughs> what you've done is you've just multiplied it by three because bike thefts, especially in like other parts of the world or, or some bad cities, especially here in LA. What am I talking about? Mm, here in LA yeah. County, bike theft is probably horrible, and I see it in London all the time. But let's be honest, folks. It doesn't matter where you live. If you have a motorcycle, it's small, it's easy, it's exposed. Like a car, at least you have to break into it to get inside of it to start it. Motorcycle, there's no interior. It's all there. So they just have to crack the key and break the steering lock and get it. So if you are getting a motorcycle because you're sick of your car getting broke into or you think no one's going to steal a motorcycle, what you've just done is actually increased your odds of having it stolen. 
Um, That's a good one. And yeah, uh, so it's terrible, terrible, terrible theft deterrent. Um, it's also if you're buying a motorcycle to do mud bogging, <laughs> you've done it wrong. Even if you buy an ADV or a dirt bike, um, they're not very good at mud bogging, and they're not very good at um, once the intake goes underwater. So unless it's electric, ironically, some the electrics are some of them are sealed away so that you can go effectively underwater. Uh, for a certain amount of time before it would short out. You could actually ride an mo- uh, electric motorcycle maybe underwater with just your head sticking out. Maybe if, if you're, you're only... flying a motorcycle. Yeah, like, maybe Wiggins is onto something. Across yeah. the lake. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> maybe maybe Wiggins is onto something you're flying. Here. I remember seeing so, that on, you know, like on the crusty demons of dirt. Oh, like hydro. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like going. Hydroplaning is a legit thing. Yeah, but yeah, mud, no, bogging, mud bogging. That's what happens. If you see those guys that take those quads mud bogging where they like have a 18 foot tall snorkel on it yeah. so that it doesn't suck in the river mud. So that's the thing. <laughs> but they have four wheels and they four wheel drive. Right. You know, most quads nowadays are, are four wheel drive all the time. Motorcycles, even with a two-wheel drive, not the good, not the best mud bogging vehicle. Mm-hmm. And actually, probably the worst vehicle, a two-wheel vehicle period, is probably the worst for slick, slimy mud uh, to begin with. Yeah. Uh, also, a workbench. Everyone was talking about how great motorcycles are as a couch and how great they are as a recliner and all this and that. They're horrible for a workbench. They're not flat anywhere. If your motorcycle is flat, please send me a picture uh, of your motorbike and what what, what exactly part of it's flat because like oh my seat i doubt your seat is perfectly flat if you're a stunter and you've dished in the top of your fuel tank that's great but um most stocked fuel tanks are not flat anywhere i think like the um, moto guzzi isn't it kind of nah, i mean ish. you could say flat ish but i mean you know you set a screw on there and it's going to roll off either side you know what i'm saying yeah um they're uneven because this if even if you have like a a bike where the fuel tank and the very back of it, like the rear body is the same height or you have like a fuel tank and then like a, a tour, a touring pack behind there, the seat still dips down. So there's no long flat surfaces, horrible workbench. You shouldn't be banging on it anywhere. You're going to dent <laughs> metal body work and crack plastic body work. So you really shouldn't be banging stuff and, and uh, trying to break stuff loose. So they do, they make a horrible workbench and then laying a hard piece of wood over your bike and uh, saying, Hey, this is my workbench. The wood is your workbench, you retard, not the fucking bike. And now you're scratching your bike. So it's still the worst workbench ever. If you need to work on your bike, the ground makes a better workbench than your motorcycle. <laughs> um, also, mobile stove. You kind of mentioned this earlier, not. Rusty Butcher's barbecue, oh. which is a fucking genius idea, but trying to wedge a burrito between uh, the <laughs> cylinders of your V twin, or put a pizza on top of your inline four and drive for thirty two miles and see if that heats it up, not great. Does not make a good mobile stove. Don't try to tape stuff to your um, exhaust because what's going to happen is the tape's going to burn, and you might say, "Oh, I use like foil tape, like like alu- like like aluminum, like dryer tape or ducting tape, and I wrapped it around the shit, which was in tin foil. Great, but now you have to cut it off. Yeah, maybe like and- the heat shield tape, like you could wrap a hot exactly. pocket around. But when you pipe. open them up and they taste like gas, <laughs> and they are fucking cold in the middle, and you get Ebola anyway, <laughs> which I don't think you get from raw food. I think you get like, like salmonella, uh, salmonella, salmonella, and uh, what's the shit that you shoot in your face to make it? <laughs> Not wrinkly. Botox. Uh, botulism. You get botulism? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's because you try to cook on your bike. They do make a terrible, terrible mo- mobile stove. 
Um, although I did want to come out with the motorcycle cookbook where you used it as that. The reason was the publishers and the people at Moto, like the legal team at Moto One was like, no, because this is why. I think it's a good idea. Like a little yeah. rig plug-in. Yeah. Then again, that's a plug-in. That's not using your bike as a mobile stove. So yeah, you're you're good there. We can we can go ahead with your idea, but my idea was terrible. Hmm. And also, motorcycles are awful when you have them in an ad. And I'm not talking about ad with sexy women all over them <laughs> or guys with their chests out. An ad where the motorcycle is half man with a motorcycle body, <laughs> and you're a major insurance company doing this bullshit. Please fucking stop it. I think I even saw a movie. It was an Italian movie, I think. Huh? Is it it real? Yes. I'm I'm going to mail you 14 copies of AMA magazine. (laughs) And there was that stupid TV commercial where the guy is like a motorcycle. What do I put? He's a half motorcycle. Yeah. Where the handlebars are. He was like a centaur, basically. So they were trying to be funny, like half man, half horse. But instead of half the horse half was a motorcycle. And it was just stupid to look at. What? And the heck? progressive shade. I might have to edit that out. I don't want them to sue oh, us for saying their ads are stupid. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. That that those ads are. There's, there's one where they're driving through some water with some wild this horses. There's one where they're with the mountain goat. There's one where he's sitting on the couch. Like there's some stupid ones. There's even a, I even How saw a short I not film. On YouTube, where this guy had like an Italian sport bike body, and it was so gross because they like covered the bike in like flesh colored like silicone or something. I don't know what it it looked gross, but yeah, half man, half motorcycle, worst fucking use of the medium. (laughs) You should quit your job as an advertiser. Whoever made that film about the guy should quit their job as a filmmaker. It's unsettling. To all of us, I feel like there's it's a way better trans things. Motorcycle, like you can't. There's decide. way better things that humans can be half of, like a fucking tank or something, not a motorcycle. And at least make it the bottom half a good motorcycle. Oh snap! I'm really gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, yeah, I think they generic it up. I think I think it's pretty generic. But yeah, so please, um, motorcycles are awful for those type of ads. You're not funny. And everyone hates you, uh, and we're dumber for having looked at them. This is and trying to rationalize. I'm gonna have the most jacked up dreams tonight. Exactly, exactly. And with that, we hope you have the most jacked up dreams. We're gonna cut this episode short, Mama Dawson. Thank you so much. You had you had so many good ideas uh, for this week's show. Thank you for your input, and thank you for hanging out with us once again while we talk some random BS and baloney mm, on the show that we cannot say this week because it is part of the show. So this show, which I can't say, uh, we are available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Stitcher for the rest of the month of August. Stitcher goes away, I think, August 29th. Uh, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, Soundcast, Downcast, Offcast, Overcast, Pocketcast, Podbean, Castbean, Podcastbean, and Bean of the Cast of the Pods. And wherever you listen to podcasts on, um, leave us a review and a rating on your favorite podcast app or website or just scribble it down, graffiti the side of a building with the name of the show, which I can't say, but uh, is the best podcast in the world. Give it a listen or you're told douchebag. And then, but don't put that. We don't want to be, we're not really trying to like, you know, diss people, but <laughs> do whatever you can to get people to listen to the show and tell them about our solstice slam 
Yeah. And uh, yeah. Mama Dawson, if people want to catch you, where can they catch you on the on the Instagram? On on the Instagram. On the gram. <laughs> um, you guys can find me at Dawson's with a Z freak. Like Dawson's Creek, but Dawson's Freak on Instagram. Take that, Pacey. <laughs> yeah. And you can check us out. Check out our blog. Um, it's something. It's the word of the week dash writing dot com. <laughs> you can also check us out at our email. Can I spell it? No, I can't technically. Just look it up. Don't be lazy. Look in the show notes. You it should be there. Look. Yeah, don't be lazy. Or however long. Check out our Facebook and Instagram. What's our What's our Facebook and Instagram? Is it the same? It's the same as the name of our show. <laughs> our- you caught on really quick. Uh, podcast. The name of our show at the name of our show podcast. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you go. And you can always find us at Reddit at the word of the week underscore writing. Don't go to the regular one or you're going to get some, some bad. You're going to get banned by your network admin. I'm going to have to look at that one. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not a Reddit person. Like, I barely know even how to use it. Good. I uh, hope you don't find that. Or you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash. I'm not allowed to say it this week. So I hope we did a good job of promoting the show this week. Thank you, as always, for hanging out with me Thank and blabbing you. again about our favorite thing in the world, which is obviously not our kids. It's motorcycles. <laughs> and do you have a sign off for this week? I do. Do you? Yeah. Uh, Mama Dawson doesn't have a sign off this week, folks. Take it easy. <laughs> That's my sign off. How about hose it later, cheese butts? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, see Tom's mother. Wow, that was a good one. All right, and with that, we're out of here. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>